1: Now
4: Welcome, welcome, everyone. My name is Sean, and today we got to talk about what is going down in the state of New Mexico, where the governor of New Mexico has now declared that firearm possession in two counties in the state of New Mexico is illegal in defiance of state law. She's doing this through executive order, but more crucially, she's actually using a justification that we are quite familiar with in the United States of America since COVID, which of course is is a public health emergency justification she is stripping people of their constitutional rights she is defying state law in new mexico but it's okay because guess what your rights are not absolute and she declared a public health emergency therefore therefore she could take away whatever constitutionally protected freedoms she damn well pleases that's her assertion we're gonna disagree with that but before we get into that we gotta say thank you to everybody who signed up over an actual justice Warrior dot com slash join
0: give me the money give you give me the money okay
4: and thank you to the podcast listeners spotify apple and google's podcasting platform governor michelle lujan grisham says gun violence in new mexico is a problem
5: gun deaths are the leading cause of death for children 1 to 19 in new mexico from 2017 to 2021 143 children were killed by guns 49% of those were
4: homicides. It's stats like those that led Governor Lujan Grisham to put in place a public health order centered around gun violence. So as you heard right there, the often quoted statistic from the left-wing media is being used as a justification in order to suspend constitutionally protected liberties. It's this stat about how the leading cause of death for children in the United States of America is no longer car accidents, it's actually gun violence. Now I will give credit to the governor in one regard she actually gave the stat in its appropriate context which includes 18 and 19 year olds so it's under 20 as the leading cause of death and the reason why this is incredibly important is because this skews heavily to the late teens all the way up to adulthood and afterwards because most of the perpetrators of this gun violence are also within the same age range as the victim so when they give you this stat normally and they talk specifically about children what they're actually doing is is trying to make you think that it's children under 5, when in reality, in actuality, this skews heavily towards gang-related shootings and the children or teenagers that are in and around the ages of 15 to 19. So I give her credit in that regard for giving this statistic. But again, it's also missing context because, of course, we don't expect children to die from natural causes all that much in the United States of America because we're a modern Western country. So obviously this stat is going to be higher for homicides and all these other natural causes in comparison to the natural causes related things like we don't expect them to get cancer as often as adults we don't expect them to get heart attacks or whatever so you can understand already how it's a bit of a manipulation but I will give her credit for at least giving the age range appropriately because most people like to pretend that it's like children under 10 that are being killed by gun violence and I will give her no credit by the way for not acknowledging that the people committing the crimes are the people who are in and around the same age range as those being killed because these are gang-related shootings. The governor also laying out how the order will affect our state's open carry law. So
5: effective immediately, no person other than a law enforcement officer or licensed security officer shall possess a firearm, either openly or concealed, within cities or counties averaging 1,000 or more violent crimes for 100,000 and more than 90 firearm-related emergency department visits.
4: So this is complete nonsense in every possible way. The idea that your concealed carry holders or your legal gun owners are the ones firing these guns, are the ones committing these crimes is just not based in reality in any way, shape or form. It is the gangbangers. Oftentimes it's felons who are already prohibited from possessing firearms or teenagers that are under the age of 18 who are already prohibited from possessing firearms that are committing these crimes. This is just an excuse and using the public health excuse that we're all familiar with from the COVID-19 pandemic as a way to limit the rights of, of the individuals in new mexico this is also about getting some attention for the governor because nobody really gives a damn about the governor of new mexico but at least she could say that she's taking a tough stance against guns according to those standards bernalillo county and albuquerque are the only two places in the state right now that are under that part of this emergency order now what's amazing about this is it's not only me and the usual suspects calling out the governor for this obviously illegal and unconstitutional executive order under the guise of public health even noted gun grabber david hogg called out the governor for this and yes i screenshotted the tweet in case it gets deleted later because he knows that this is wholly unconstitutional and ridiculous from david hogg's twitter and i screen grabbed this myself so yes it is in fact real i support gun safety but there is no such thing as a state public health emergency exception to the u.s constitution you know you messed up when a kid who is famous for being an insane gun grabber is saying that you went too far and by the way this actually might go to the credit to the intelligence of david hogg as compared to the governor of new mexico because david hogg is aware of the fact because he's also a big masker he was pro lockdown and all that that republicans were quite Weary of what the left would do with all that power in order to restrict their liberty. Part of the reason why people were opposed to the COVID-19 lockdowns was not just for the violations of liberty and the Constitution that happened during the lockdowns, but because those violations and using public health as a justification to do whatever you want could be expanded further. Well, the governor just proved all of those people, whether intentionally or non-intentionally, 100% correct by using a public health exemption to suspend the constitutional.
1: Order now fighterflare.com. flare.com.
4: rights of New Mexicans in these two counties that we're talking about it's a complete and utter blunder for the Democratic Party and considering they consistently lose on gun issues this is an absolute disaster and it will always be a thing that we can point to as what they will do if you let their power go unchecked it is another reason to oppose this public health tyranny that the left wants to put forward because they'll not only use it for instances like a contagious virus but the will expand it out to impact other rights that you have protected, even by the Constitution, and tell you it's totally fine because your rights are not absolute and they're subject to the whims of authoritarian thugs like the governor of New Mexico. As some would argue, it's unconstitutional to not allow citizens to exercise the right more. to
5: carry. I can invoke additional powers. No constitutional right, in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute.
4: Now, the local news has a smaller excerpt of this segment. I'm going to go to a longer one on Twitter so you can hear that in full. But to be clear, they didn't take her out of context. They just cut down what she said.
5: With one exception, and that is if there's an emergency, and I've declared an emergency for a temporary amount of time, I can invoke additional powers. No constitutional right, in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. There are restrictions on free speech. There are restrictions on my freedoms.
4: So according to the governor of New Mexico, no constitutional right is absolute. This is a stupid argument. Just because something's not absolute does not mean you could do whatever you want, declare a public health emergency, grab extra powers, and violate all these constitutional rights without any cause. But secondly, and I know a lot of you caught that, she also said her oath to the Constitution is not absolute, meaning her, as a government official, apparently derives some power from somebody outside of the u.s constitution outside of the new mexico state constitution to supersede that because her oath you know she didn't really mean it it's its not really applicable to her in all circumstances just trust the governor of new mexico she knows what's best and if you don't like it guess what she'll probably invoke a public health emergency to take away your ability to criticize her in that regard as well absolutely an asinine statement from this governor and by the way a lot of police officers and sheriffs have said that they will refuse to enforce this law because it's obviously unconstitutional for them to enforce it. And it's a violation of their oath to office to do so as well. So
1: this, what the governor tried to do
3: flies directly in the face of the brewing decision at the Supreme Court, where they found that you have a constitutionally protected right to carry a firearm outside your own home. The Supreme Court said that very clearly in their brewing decision. So it's, cl- it's clearly contradictory to that.
4: So you have a guy already set to challenge it. He says this completely violates the brewing decision. Obviously it does, but it also violates New Mexico's own state laws. They have rules, they have regulations on when you can conceal carry, when you can open carry, and nowhere in those laws, nowhere in those rules does it say that the government can just declare a public health emergency and strip you of those rights. If they have that carve out, I can't wait for the governor to present it, but it actually goes a bit further because you have people calling out the governor for the actual cause of this, and unsurprisingly, the spiking crime in New Mexico is due to very similar circumstances as spikes we've seen in other parts of the country. It's
2: time for the governor to stop pointing fingers and admit her soft on crime approaches failed and put the safety of all New Mexicans in
4: great jeopardy. Now, that Republican state senator's commentary about soft on crime legislation driving the crime spike doesn't come out of nowhere. If you Google Lujan Grissom criminal justice reform, you will find that this very year she signed a bunch of bills that made it harder to hold criminals, that made it harder to police and all these other things that would logically lead to a crime spike, all in the name of having a more equitable criminal justice justice system so she signed into law a bunch of things that ultimately ended up leading to the gun violence and then she wants to take away law-abiding citizens rights in response to that but let's get into the particulars of what was in the bill that she signed in april of this year just ahead of the crime spike now at the time that this bill was being argued the legislature was trying to make it easier for prosecutors to hold people pending trial but lawmakers rejected that and and they went in the opposite direction now some of the major pieces of legislation that maddie hayden a spokesperson for the governor said was that Luhan grissom signed senate bill 29 which would make it easier for some incarcerated people to get parole for medical and geriatric reasons by the way that medical devils in the details on that one and that lets people go free much easier they also raised the age at which a child may be held in state custody or detained from 11 to 12 and remember this is just attained not charged as an adult the governor also signed senate bill 310 which would divert more people from the criminal legal system into services by allowing the police to bring people to crisis triage centers for voluntary treatment by a mental health professional now they also signed a bunch of other pieces of legislation some going in a good direction if i'm being perfectly honest but some definitely going in the wrong direction one of the things Things that I took note of is they actually removed some of the penalties for people who don't show up for their court dates, like for instance, the DMV suspending their driver's license, which was an incentive to get people to show up to court. They decided that is no more, which again, you can argue about, but it seems like they're going in a specific direction. And all over this article, I can't help but notice, but members of the ACLU seem to be behind these reforms. Now look, I'm going to open the floor up to you guys. I want to know what you think about the governor suspending constitutional rights just because she declared a public health emergency i want to know if you think this is constitutional even though i know for a fact that the overwhelming majority of you not only disagree with it but believe it's unconstitutional but let me know down in the comments below if you like the video show by leaving a like subscribe for more content follow me on my social media support me via the support links in the description of this video this has been me talking about the nonsense out of new mexico till next time
1: Order now